I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. You ain't cooking up. We cooking up, chopping up. D King. Lay down. Trap side, rap side, Don and the King. Gonna do it. We gonna do it. Chop it up. Yeah. All right, today's special guest hails from Chicago. He has worked with Chance the Rapper to the late great Sean Price. You know, he even spans about himself as being the most vulnerable rapper in the, in the game. Well, in this decade, so to speak. Please welcome my brother from the Chicago, mm, my man, Vic Spencer. Good Say sir. peace to the room, everybody. Vic, good how are sir. you doing? Man, I'm all good, man. Gravy, man. It's a, it's a good day, man. How, how you feeling, man? How the new move, the new transition treat you? Oh, wow, man. This new transition, honestly, has been a, a great blessing, man. And um, I'm just honestly adjusting. I've been here a full month now, and I'm, I'm ready to conquer more land, as the guys would say. You know what I mean? You know, Absolutely. day by day. We're doing it day by day. That's, uh, that's All right. So um, I definitely wanted to tap in with you, Vic, because... Uh, you know your your story is 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 very much different from um you know other MCs in, in in the game that have you know come out with their backstory. Um, yours I, I see it is very unique. So um, if you don't mind, um, it kind of it kind of parallels DMX's story. You know who has recently returned. Um, I want you to tell the people the early beginnings. And how those certain events at such an early age shaped you? Man, in the beginning, uh, well, before I even picked up a pen, I always was a music head and, uh, you know, going through different group homes and institutions, kind of music kind of like kept me sane. But um, I, I wanted to be a basketball player for real. And um, I was in this group home where they had a lot of restrictions and, I couldn't make no moves like I wanted to. I wanted to uh, attend this uh, this uh, Alonzo Morning basketball camp and couldn't go. Mm. And, uh, so I had to channel my uh, my anger and my thoughts into my into music, and that's when the music came about. When I was uh, when I was in the system, when I was in BCFS, and uh, I took flight with that shit, man. It came, man. You know, I, I think about it all the time. Like, man, I was I was focused in my room, man fresh out of school, fresh, fresh to death, you know what I'm saying? Just like everybody else go to my room, man, and, and, and record hits like I'm in the studio, man. I'll never forget where I came from, where that came about, that that, that, that inspiration came from that, you know, like, I, man, one day when I get in the studio, I'm going to always be in the studio. I always was saying that as a shorty, and, and, um, and that's what, man, music saved my life, bro. I ain't gonna even hold you. You know what I'm saying? That's what really did it for me, man. And, and right before the music, before the music saved your life. You know, I mean, what was it that, what was it that got you into actual group homes? Man, what was mom, it that got man, you there? My mom's and my dad, man, they was on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hard drugs, and and they lost custody of their kids. I'm the youngest of four kids. And, oh wow. Um, yeah, my mom, you know what I'm saying? I was seven years old. My mom and dad lost the custody, and we went through, me and my siblings went through a lot of family uh, relative care, 
basically. And, um, you know, until that uh, water real dry, you know what I'm saying? And shit, that's when, when the group home started happening in the uh, mid-90s. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's when I started going through, you know, when there wasn't no other options, nowhere else for me to go. Uh, I was started going into those group homes. You know what I'm saying? Three of them. You know what I mean? Three. Three of them. Yeah. How long? Now, how long were you in the system? From seven to twenty-one. You know, I, wow. I successfully emancipated out the system at twenty-one. I think it was like oh two. Yeah, mm -hmm. two thousand two. Well, see, that's the reason. That's the reason why I asked about your story because, you know, most. Most kids your age who would go through certain transitions like that, especially coming up in Chicago and, you know, you're dealing with, you know, gang situation, the drug situation. Uh, I know the po police is not too fond, you know, spoken fondly of by the people. I mean, it was just a whole lot of obstacles. And, you know, your, your story could have went the normal route where you could have been either in the gang or how DMX said, you know, the group homes groomed you for, uh, you know, institutions and for jail. You understand what I'm saying? But you said it was hip hop that saved your, that literally saved your life. Yeah. So with that being said, who were, you know, your main influence coming up, you know, during that era of coming up in group homes? Um, Sean Price. Um, okay. I would say. You know, basically, Helter Skelter, the Nocturnal album. Mm. Um, uh, well, when I, when There Is a Dark Side came out, I still was in relative care. I was staying with my aunt. So um, I wouldn't count that. But when I was in the group home, it was Beats, Rhymes, and Life, Tribe Called Quest. It was uh, okay. Helter Skelter, Nocturnal. It was uh, a lot of West Coast loonies, Brother Lynch hung. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to all of that. You know what I mean? I was an all-around sport. Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember buying Master P, Ghetto D, reason why my first girl, one of my first girlfriends, man, broke up with me because I bought the Master P, Ghetto D album, man, in 96, <laughs> man. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, no limit. You know what I mean? So all of that, all of that, I was, I was, I was a real gumbo head. You know what I'm saying? Hip-hop head. I listened to everything. And you absorbed it all. Yeah. All right. So 1997 seemed to be a pivotal year for you. Um, yeah. You talked about defeating the odds. You know, yeah. at this time, you were in Department of Children and Family Services, correct? That's right. That's right. So what? why was that year so significant to you? What was what was it that year that, that was the spark? 1997. It was like the, the becoming of who I wanted to be. Like I, mm. I discovered myself at that age. You know what I'm saying? I knew I wanted to be a, a dope MC. I knew I wanted to be fresh to death, and you know I stayed in Tony Sports. You know what I'm saying? All the all the street hip hop. You know all the OGs know about this spot. You know what I'm saying? I I used to go in there and shop just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I, I definitely didn't look the part. Look like I was in the group home or act like I was in the group home. I still was like you know regular regular og regular right. young guy you know what i'm saying right man you know that's 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 just, that's what the time i was on that's that's that on the real that 97 was like um how could i how could i say it like it was the it was when i found out about uh 
transitioning and, and being on my own and um, like a whole bunch of different transitions. I found out that I, I had a hard time dealing with transitions at that mm. age too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like moving from a group home into my own apartment. I was 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? Right. And in 99, like when I found out I was going in 97, I found out that was going to be my initial plan. You know what I'm saying? To be on my own and, you know, mm -hmm. digesting all that after being lied to, after being in the system, after being in group homes, being told all different stories. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. you know, not believing that to believe in that. Like, wow, you know what I'm saying? I, I really embraced the uh, opportunities at that age. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? 1997, right. that was six, I was 16 years old. You know what I'm saying? That's when I, I, I realized that Sean Price was the greatest rapper alive at that year. Yeah, you know like, speak you know, on that. You know what I mean? That's, 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 that was one of them years, like them one of them years that, you know, that, that, that stuck with me while I was in the system. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I was, I was, I was a be honest student in a, in a private school, you know what I'm saying? In a group home. Okay. And all of these different attributes, you know what I'm saying? Smart, smart ways. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was able to capitalize and take opportunity. That was the year, 1997. Yeah. So you said, so you said hip hop was, you know, uh, uh, a major influence and it did save your life. And of course you speak on Sean Price and uh, Redman. Was there any other, you know, uh, certain MCs or, you know, other, let's say, you know, positive figures that you looked up to at that time that maybe were influenced on who you shaped to be now? Um... I didn't get on because I, I can because I can hear Redman and Sean in, in, in the rhymes. Yeah. I can hear it. So far as with, you know, the humor, <laughs> you know, the wittiness, and, and you know, just how certain bars be on top of each other. So I know where that comes from. But who are other influences besides those those main two? Man. Believe any, it or not, man. Like, uh, like yeah, EC Illa was one of one of the guys, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, like a lot of guys don't know about E.C. Ella because he didn't reform when Crucial Conflict and, and Do or Die and Twister was uh getting their commercial success. Shout outs to them. He was the only guy that stayed like underground and um and, and true to his sound, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, per se. Like, you know what I mean? He wasn't he wasn't looking for radio sound. You know what I'm saying? He always had that way. And so he definitely uh inspired me in the 90s you know what i'm saying yeah I, like i said like all of the uh, like i was a gumbo i was a piece of work man i live one day i got the whole no limit catalog on shuffle and then the next week i'm listening to yuck mouth from the loonies like that's that's what kind of time i was on you yeah know because like, that I, was that different type of music that was going around so you like had, too short was high, you had a plethora of music to choose from Two short album number 10 came out, you know what I'm saying, around that time. Like, man, that was cold. Like, Illadelph Half Life. I remember going to Sam Goody, copping that cassette, you know what I'm saying? I bought the source with uh, Dr. Dre leaving Death Row at the same time. Like, yes. I remember, like, those, man, that's what I was listening to. Like, I, I stayed, like, those were the times where you had to go buy the album to listen right. to it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, you can look at liner notes, yeah, you look at the artwork. If you like yeah, me, so you read the you, credits you are, right you are now. You up that school, yeah. All right, yeah. all right. So let's so let's let's talk about this music. You know, eleven full length albums. 
You know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's a special one that reaches out to me that I wanted to talk to you about that, you know, runs along with, you know, a couple of the guests that we had on here um, on Chopping It Up from Uncle John to Knowledge to Pirate to to Crime Apple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I want you to talk about the ghost of living. And how did you link with Big Ghost LTD? How did that come about? between you two twitter did that man <laughs> oh twitter twitter did that twitter did that uh you know somebody suggested that i uh work with big ghost i already knew who he was but i didn't mm -hmm. know he produced he produced it was i i found my hands on Grizel the ghost i'm like whoa this this is crazy you know what i'm saying so i'm like oh dude produce that's dope you know what i'm saying and um I just hit him up like, man, man, you know, the people want it, man. What you thinking? And you know what I'm saying? He asked me what what well, was like, the like uh, how was what was my top five beats that I would have wanna wrapped on by some of my favorite uh -huh. artists. I sent them that top five list and the rest was history. He started sending me joints. But the crazy thing about the big ghost project, the the album was done in a span of three months and he said none of the songs was trash like i couldn't believe it like this is the biggest critic of our time yeah you know what i'm saying people yes. thought that he was ghostface once upon a time like yes. i did i just thought that it was hilarious <laughs> hey but, i'm not gonna front i thought it was ghost at one point in the time too and i had to ask ghost in person he was like nah everybody <laughs> keeps asking me that that's not me son like that's a, a totally different dude yeah yeah nah yeah, he's totally different dude and uh you know what i'm saying he he thought that every joint was fire like i couldn't i couldn't believe it like i it was like i was set up to look for the criticism from big ghost you know what i'm saying i i definitely wanted to look from the crit i, I needed the criticism i wanted to see what he had to say like right sean price telling me i was nice wasn't enough so i was like hey mm. what's good you, you know need some more saying? a little bit more validation huh no more, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to be, I want to be the best. You know what I'm saying? I want to, I want to be one of the, I want to be one of those guys. Shouts to Illa G, Ruck down for Hey, peace to the guys, you know Illa G, mathematics. Like, you know what I'm saying? Illa G, one of the, one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and when, definitely. And when you, and when you think about uh, people like Big Ghost, like you know, it was a lot of pressure putting, you know what I'm saying, putting that album out. You know what I'm saying? Not for me. But you know, for for the fans or for the listeners, because it's like, who is this guy that's coming right, right after Grizel the Ghost, who was uh, uh, Conway and Westside Gun was right. flourishing at that time, like, and Big Ghost started to flourish as well. And then my album come out next. It's like, who is this guy? So now, right. you know, what I'm saying I got the show improve, and you know, what I'm saying I think it did its numbers. You feel me? I think I think the Ghost of Living is a uh, one of the greatest albums ever made. Oh yeah, man. man. Definitely something be. you can run back. Yeah, yeah. All the time. You Definitely know something you can run back. So uh some beautiful projects from the Ghost of Living to even a couple of your collabs with you know Sonny Jim. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. but 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 let's let's but let's talk about you know your, your newest endeavor, mm. uh psychological cheat sheet two. Mm. And the and, and there's this one there's this one song that stands out to me that i i want you to explain that okay. i think 
you know, most MCs don't speak on, but I think you're the one who, who, who literally just put it out there. It's about uh, reciprocate the love. Oh, yeah. Stand, it's definitely a standout track. Oh, so, yeah. So um, you, you basically building on questionable behavior. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I honestly think that needs to be highlighted more as well. But, you know, sometimes certain people's uh, feelings, I guess, are a little bit sensitive. But, you know, sometimes things just need to be put out there so people can learn how to deal with one another. Correct? Yes. I agree. Yes. Right. So, you know, what was the inspiration behind, you know, that particular song? Um, man, that's crazy that you say that, man. If you if you think about I, 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 this fact, is not out there as 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 a lot a lot of people might know it, but every track seven on my album is my favorite song mm -hmm. on the album. Mm -hmm. And um, mathematics. And and yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's it, track seven is my favorite song on all my albums. And reciprocate the love came from uh, it was a moment where I was having um I, I had hit up a specific artist and I uh and I was like yo you on the album I need uh you know what I'm saying can you interact with the album you know what I'm saying and he got a, he took offense to it like I already knew like I knew that he had a problem with people asking for love for projects that that you're on you know what mm -hmm. I mean and he looked at me he looked he, he gave me that vibe, like, you know what I'm saying? I was acting weird or whatever, asking him for support. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, if I see it, you know, I support it type. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got that type of behavior, why even do a why even do a song with me? Why even, why even, you know what I'm saying? What are you trying to prove? Like, it's, it seemed like it was a crab in the barrel theory. And right. it, it, it left me, it left me emotional about that. You know what I'm saying? I was pretty emotional about that because I didn't expect, I always expect people to act how somebody treat them. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like I never give off this bad vibe, no matter what nobody say about me, I never give off a bad vibe when you, when you in close contact with me or any of that. So when I see the total opposite of that, it's like, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, why is these people like that? You know what I'm saying? And I talked to August for nine and it was, uh, it was he was just like man yo you gotta you gotta let people keep their emotional baggage real talk mm. you know what I'm saying and that shit <laughs> and that shit resonated with me I was like man fuck that man I'm go black out you know what I mean and that's why that track stands out because you know what I mean I, all of those thoughts and all of those uh, all of those emotions you know what I'm saying got in, you know what I mean I was on my MJ shit you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I mean, do you, do you think do you think that's something uh, that needs to be talked about more, uh, you know, amongst artists, you know, so far as you know, support? Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I think people people need to understand that they gotta uh, that they gotta be a part. If you were part of this culture, you're a part of this hip hop game. You know what I'm saying? And you got peers. You got you know what I'm saying? You 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 run with you you carry yourself a certain way, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to carry those traits in the hip hop game. Like, I feel like that's what's missing. Everybody feel like it's a competition. Everybody think it's a, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you just gotta just put your dopest music out, man, with heart, with feel, you know what I'm saying? And people get sidetracked to that, you know what I'm saying? Or looking at somebody else's success or not paying attention to how they how they make music. Like I, I pay attention to how people move 
when they when, I only work with people that that work just as strong as or fast as me you know what I'm saying and I when I see that trait in an artist you know what I'm saying that's why I cling on you and when you in that situation you expect the same kind of mirror reflection you know what I'm saying I think that that definitely okay. needs to be discussed people need to you know what I'm saying pay homage to each other you know what I'm saying everything ain't gotta be you know you know, fuck everybody, fuck them all, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I got that mentality. I love it. I love the mentality. I love that shit, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm still trying to make classic shit, you know what I'm saying? And, every, and you know, all my songs ain't going to be, yeah, man, I'm, I'm bodying all these rappers, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely going to have some, you're going to listen to one song and you're going to hear a thousand gems in it, for sure. You're going to laugh too, though. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, like, uh, so with psychological cheat sheet, you know, this, you know, part two, of course, this was a continuation. You know, what was what was your feel the need to uh, you know, bring us a part two? Man, me and August for nine, it's just like what I was saying, like, do work just as fast and accurate as me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I feel like, man, I'm a magnet to people like that. I I thrive with people like that. You know what I'm saying? People, people that work like that, just like, man, sky's the limit. That let me know I can't stop going. I can't. I can't give up. You know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. Um, I ain't gonna fold this situation. You know what I'm saying. And I yeah. think that we mesh well. I think we mesh well. The first album did. It did incredible. And, yes. Uh, the people perceived uh, received the uh, album in a, in a great light, and yes. um, it, it, it opened up a personal aspect of me. So I was like, man, why not have a landmine for that? Just that kind of music. You know what I mean? So I created, and it don't have no features. So it also shows the like the 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 strength and skill in my raps and his production. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't need no features on it. You know what I mean? It's just right. me, and and I can and I can do that. I can put out an album with no features. That's really like the flex move. Like man, you you really got an album that came out like a month ago, and people still talking about it, and that's in a game that's saturated with full of. Bullshit yeah. music, you know what I'm saying? Your music still, still being talked about. You that dog, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know what I mean? Skill, yo man, yo man. Shouts out to Illa G, man. I don't know if that's hey, actually hey, brand. Hey, yo, is that I'm rim? trying to pay attention to the interview. And <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that rim? Cause rim and Illa G, man. Rim and Illa G, they know for going in on bank sessions. I can't even file for these guys. Man. <laughs> they as known for going in on each other. They've been going in on each other for yeah, I, I, uh, I, long, I'm, for I'm, as long I'm as watching. I know both of them. <laughs> I'm watching. Hey, yo, Illa, I, I need that part for um, New York Minute. Man. Get at me, bro. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Let, let's right. let's move forward. Let's move forward, man. Because, uh, <laughs> I'm oh, glad man. I can get that out. Oh my God, these guys going. Damn right, the two man. It, it, it figures is uh, is always dug down family at that. Man, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Them the brothers, man. Them, yeah, them, man. man. Oh, man. all right, Vic. Let's 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 let's, let's take it another level here, man. Because uh. You talked about being the most vulnerable rapper in this decade, mm -hmm. you know, and the topic amongst black men, and you know, have been in pocket, dis you know, discussions, you know, about the expressions of emotions, you know, uh, so what's your take on that? And, you know, where did that point of view come from? Especially as an MC in today's game, whereas a lot of 
quote unquote testosterone. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I feel like my manhood is intact. I can say stuff like that and really mean it. Like my raps, when you see, when you listen to my raps, you hear the honesty. You hear, you hear me going in on the on the uh, opening myself to the public or giving myself to the fans more. You know what I'm saying? That's right. that's that's what I mean by vulnerable. A lot of people don't give access to themselves. You know what I'm saying? In the game, you know what I mean? But a fan can hit me up and get a response from me or a tweet response from me. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the kind of time we in, you know what I mean? Where that's looked at as being vulnerable or being open, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, people people always look at the aspect of, man, this is, my life is private. But, you know what I'm saying? If your page private, who going to be able to RT your work? You know what right. I'm saying? Like, who the, you know, you know I, I don't I don't get that kind of, that's another kind of behavior. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, man, if you give fans the opportunity to have control in a situation that they can control, mm -hmm. instead of telling you what kind of music to make, if they had control over it, if they can just talk to you, they would be satisfied with that. You right. know what I mean? And that's just how, what's the type of time I'm on. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to talk to my fans. I want to know how they feel about my work, my shit quality. I want to know how they feel like they spending time listening to my music it's a thousand motherfuckers out here that's you know what right I'm it's a thousand rappers out here and i and i i want to be i want to know the reason why you sat with my music i want to know I, it's just as simple as that man you know what i'm saying i care about that you know what i mean whether rappers don't care about that or not i feel like it's important for me as a 40 year old rapper that's spitting with the skill that i have against a thousand other rappers i think that it's important for me to know what you think about this work and why mm -hmm. did you lend the ear to my work? I think that's important to know as an artist. That keeps me sane, that keeps me going, that keeps the music fresh. I'm a, you know, a 40 year old, I'm supposed to be sounding like Kumo D or somebody right now. Right, at I least that's what they like think. In, you know what I'm saying? I still, I'm still in my prime. I'm still out here doing the best. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm doing the best. You know, the old I get, the cold I get. And exactly. it's, because of, it's because of that vulnerability, that type of behavior that I display. You know what I mean? Hmm. That, hey, well, well said, Vic. Because you know, I know we come up in an era where it's basically they they tell you know men just not to show emotion. Period. You know what I'm saying? But then, you know that that leads to you know certain sicknesses. If 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 you don't take care or let's say let go of those certain vulnerabilities, you know what I mean? You know, at least have somebody that you can you know can confide in at least, you know, that shares that same spirit with you, because, you know, I'm quite sure everybody suffers in their own way and there's somebody that they need to connect with, you know what I mean? But, you know, for you as an artist, especially in this day and age, for you to bring that up about, you know, vulnerability, especially amongst black men, I, I think, you know, it, it was a great point of view. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel like fans got the wrong type of control. You know what I'm saying? Like they get in the, they get in your inbox. They feel like just because they could talk to you, they can't. Man, you know what I'm saying? Where the new music at? After you didn't drop the album last week, they asking for a new. Pro man, hold on. You know hold saying? on, yeah. Slow down. You know what I'm saying? We, we tell me about this project over right here. here. You heard this project, so tell me about it. You know what I'm right. saying? Have a dialogue with them. I think right. that's, I think that's important on both ends because now you think about in the 90s i didn't have access to red man i don't have access to red man you know what i'm saying so just imagine the kid growing up and i inspired them to rap they got access to to me through a dm a message you know what i'm saying yeah Be grateful for that you know what i'm saying that's that's the that's that's you know what i'm saying people got to take their control 
and run with that. Like, I feel like, man, I, if I would have had access to red men, like people got access to artists right now, right. man, I would be well off. Yes. It took me 20 years, 20 years to, uh, for Sean Price to say I was nice, man. 20 man, years. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and I think that was the first time get to that. on, on, you know, when I sent him, when I spammed him one of my records, you know what I'm saying? I think that was my first time. I think Sean Price's first reaction to to my music. I think maybe knowledge from kids in the hall also through like a assist. You know what I'm saying? I probably wasn't ready at that time, but man, mm. you know, when I was I started catching bodies after rapping bastard, it was over with, man. Sean Price was man, super avid fan. Yeah, man, definitely, man. Uh yeah. Yeah, man. Rest, rest, rest in power to our brother Sean Price, man. Sorry. And uh, that that brings me to you know this this question here. You know, there's uh three people that I want to build with you about that. You know, you and I usually you know build on personal time whenever we get to talk. And right. the first person is Uncle John. Okay. Second is Mr. Johnny Smalls. Okay. And then last but not least, of course, uh, Mr. Sean Price. Okay. So if you can please, you know, expound on those three gentlemen and, you know, you know, what they, what they mean to you and how they, you know, in other words, helped you grow. Oh, uh, man. I, man, when I first heard Uncle John music first, man, I was an instant fan. He grabbed my attention. Like, he was a young, hungry bull. And I saw that in him, man, and that, and it instantly grabbed me in and I was an instant fan ever since then. And you know what I'm saying? He opened arms and worked with me on uh I, I believe the uh f the second Spencer for Hire part two. Yes. And yes. um and, and and from there it was history, man. And I remember one birthday of mine, he was gonna surprise me, come up to Chicago for the first time, never been to Chicago, come chill with me for my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was I had hit him up, you know what I'm saying, on some other stuff. But he was like, yo, I was about to come out there anyway, man. Celebrate, celebrate your birthday with you. And you know what I'm saying? He came, he came, and man, he celebrated my birthday with me, man. So shout out to Uncle John, man. And we record music every time he come out here. Yeah. He was just out here. He shot a video for me, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 one of the old homies for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's Word. that's that's the that's the that's the young God, man. I'm yeah, that's my young God right God there. Right there, man. He got a good soul, good spirit. You know what I'm saying? Good peoples to be around, man. And when he came to Chicago, man, that's you know what I'm saying. Everybody embraced him, like because everybody seen oh, what man. I saw. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, if, if it wasn't if it wasn't you that hit me that day that I saw the young God was out there, it was GQ or or, or Smalls that hit me. It was like, yo, we got the young God. <laughs> no no worries you, you know he good money and i already knew what time it was as soon as you know he was out there definitely in great hands yo peace to the young guy uncle john shop records yes sir. so, yes, sir. so, so let, let, let's talk about uh mr johnny smalls man uh beloved uh young smalls i've been fucking with the young og smalls for for a minute now I've known them just being in the circle of, of, of good good people, you know what I'm saying? Every event, I see them there every every time, you know what I'm saying? It's like one of them brotherly loves every time, like you in the right place when you in the place where Smalls is at, you know what I'm saying? So it was always good to see them and all that. But shout out to another OG, uh, GQ the teacher, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was always, he's like one of my biggest advocates right now. You know what I'm saying? He's yes, he is. Always yeah. like, man, Vic, keep going. I want to see you be uh, one of the greats. And he was always in my ear telling me like, man, you know, you should get Smalls to manage you, man. You know what I'm saying? He didn't care what was going on. He always, it, you know, it, we could be uh, eating food. But I remember we was eating food with uh with, with Count from LEP. He's like, man, you know, after a while, like, man, you know, I'm gonna get Johnny, man, me and you and Johnny Smalls gotta sit down, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He definitely, he definitely was, uh, you know what I'm saying? Advocating for that, you know what I'm saying? And he, and um, GQ kind of, um, you know, it was like it was written in stone. Like after a while, Smalls was just like, "Man, I'm a rock with him." You know what I'm saying? I felt like I was a, uh, I was a real villain meathead that kept mm. uh, that kept uh, Smalls away from managing me at, at at any other time when when everybody was hot. You know what I'm saying? I was at everybody head. I wasn't fucking with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Smalls, so Smalls was pro probably wasn't fucking with me. Probably thought I was an asshole. Probably thought I was just, uh, you know what I'm saying? That just out here starting <laughs> shit, but you know what I'm saying. People, people, people like GQ and people, people that see how I get down, how I live on a regular basis, can vouch for you know what I'm saying. Everything that I do or say in a negative way or somebody to somebody in a negative way is because something happened to me. You know what I mean? And right. I think that uh, after a while, Smalls numbers like, man, I see this shit. I see that these guys actually don't fuck with Vic Smith at all. So guess what? It's going to make me fuck with them even more. And you know what I'm saying? It, it is, it is, and it's dope like that. And it's like, man, Smalls is good with everybody that I'm good with. So it's just like, man, you know what I mean? Jazz, right. like, you know what I'm saying? So when I go to NY, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can hit Jazz and I, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to Smalls for that, you know what I mean? And man, right. Jazz is good people. So all, every everything comes, everything's falling in the place you know what i'm saying when um when when, when smalls is making letting the work show you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah let the work show showing up that's the, that's the hashtag right there and um last but certainly but not least uh mr sean price i re hey sean price is the greatest rapper alive dead or alive i don't give a fuck nobody say sean price is the greatest he made me laugh he made me cry. He made me want to punch a school bus. He made me roof bowling balls. He made me do the incredible, the, he made me do the, you know, he, he's one of the reasons, him and Red, man, neck to neck are like some of the people that, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, Vic, go, I'm going to go body some shit. You know what I'm saying? That, right. Like, Sean Price is, is very influential in my career, even right now. Like, I yeah. find myself, uh, not rhyming on a on a two count properly because I know Sean Price don't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I and like the ghost of Sean Price is right there with me. And shit, mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I talked to that nigga two days before he passed, bro. Like wow. he was recording a joint. Like he was recording a joint for me. Like anybody know Sean Price? Would, he called me. It's either a joke or some bars. So yeah. I say yo, he spitting bars and then right afterwards he played a goddamn song you know what i'm saying i'm like damn dude, you know what i'm saying and i'm like that's for my shit yeah son you yeah yeah son you was bodying that shit i had to join you know what i'm saying and i'm like oh shit you know what i'm saying that's man sean price i remember before he passed he was talking about taking all of the he wanted me to send all my instrumentals to my albums and he was going to pick beats from mm. it and make a mixtape you know what i'm saying yeah 
and that shit was going beat man oh, man i thought that was one of the greatest ideas ever he picked one of my beats he it was a beat that i produced on um the cost of victory okay it dropped in 2015 mm -hmm. um called lumber in the condo that's like one of my first tracks that i produced okay and and Sean Price hit me up like, yo, son, who produced this? I'm like, man, I did that. He's like, son, bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And he couldn't believe, like, man, you be behind the force? Like, no, nah, I'm like, something, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm more like a, the orchestrator. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to push the buttons, but I know how to direct the motherfucker to push the buttons. Yeah, you, know, I feel you know what I'm saying? So I'm composing yeah. shit. I'm making shit happen behind the scenes like that. And, and that was like one of my first beats that I was behind. And he chose that. I was like, damn, Joe. Just thinking about the fact that Sean Price didn't like nobody. You know what I'm saying? He fucked with Rim. He fucked with Illa G. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He, fuck with, he, he only fucked with certain motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? He fucked with my shit. And the, the, fact, the fact he ain't like, people respect him for not liking people. Yeah. I like him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He kept that's, the 1,000. That's one of the, that's one of the illest, that's, that's one of the illest niggas. You know what I'm saying? I was around, when I'm around him, when I was around him in the physical, it wasn't even like, yeah, we did rap and all that shit, but and listen to rap. He listened to my shit for hours, but the fact that he was like on some comedian shit, man, I, I think after a while, I didn't think he was a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he, man, when you, get, when you get to his cool side, man, that's one of the greatest places to ever be, man. Sean Price, yeah. just a real solid 100 guy. You know what I mean? One yeah. of the greatest people I ever met, man. Definitely you know miss saying? him, man. One of your idols tell you that, you know what I'm saying, you the best in Illinois. Like, he told Twitter that Vic Spencer is the greatest. Like, that tweet is out. He, right. He, he and said, that lives on forever, him. bro. Do you hear me, Baba? The man said, I inspired him. That's crazy, man. I don't care what nobody, nobody say else says. Yeah. They can't say that shit. Yeah, they can't. They can't say that shit. Right. Don't and, he don't, and he don't say that about a lot of people at all. At all. So I I I, I don't take that uh I don't take that lightly, G. That is some solid shit. You know, you know what I mean? Like people ain't people ain't getting that kind of, you know what I mean, recognition from somebody like that, you know what I mean, and respected yeah. and that honor and that hype. You know what I'm saying? Some people didn't think Sean Price was the greatest, but you know what I'm saying? Sean Price say one line. That, that that resembles two lines and i think that that's the greatest uh rhymes game ever yeah you know what i'm saying nobody's gonna ever be able to do that like him he's a, a fucking beast at uh making one sentence into two sentences he's a beast and i honor sean price for uh sh shout out to bernadette you know what i'm saying yeah shout out to, shout sis, out to man. children sean like, the got whole a, family i still got it i still got a video of uh princess sean price she took my phone got on my snapchat and recorded herself spitting a verse from off imperious rex you know what i'm saying on my you know what i mean i still got that you know hey I mean? man hold, hold, hold on to a lot of that word. stuff is gold man fire you know what i mean yeah fire hold on and to I that stuff man chilling in the crib like this sean price crib like i remember being in his crib and he listening to my shit man rim was there man rim Rim a big a solid rim is one of the main reasons why Sean Price really pushed the envelope on me, man. You know what I'm saying? But real talk, Rim was the one like, man, yo, hurry up and fuck with that nigga. Like Sean Price fucked with me, but Sean but Rim was like, 
hurry up, nigga, and fuck with that nigga. Don't yeah, don't salute the rim, man. Rim, rim, rim is definitely is one, one of the most solid. one of the most solid ones. You know what I'm man, saying? He, rim, man, he rim actually gave me my alley oop to uh rim, to roll. Rim streets. responsible for taking me all across New York, man. Rim, yeah. rim is super. Rim is my man, hundred grand. You yeah, salute the rim, man. Hey, rim, thank you so much for that alley oop with Rome Streets, man. That was definitely a dope interview too, man. That's that's bro right there. Real talk. Rim is like this new, like president of the little underground scene you know what i'm saying yeah Rim, like this guy he's putting shit he's putting shit together and shit yeah, yeah he's a mastermind fuck, yeah you can't do nothing but respect and fuck with that shit you know yeah. what i'm saying no doubt Rim always had that that gift he always had something special something special about Rim, man when it came and got me i knew he was special and yeah. came and got me g Indeed. that's a solid nigga for that g he came and got me g that's a it's a real nigga g <laughs> real nigga shit we're Vic, man. Well, you know, I, I definitely wanted to get you on chopping it up, but I wanted to make sure it was definitely at the right time. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I ain't going to front. A, a, a lot of this stuff that I was, you know, getting into was a lot by chance. You know what I'm saying? This was just jumping into something to see how, how it would go. And, and it grew into something that, you know, I love dearly. But at the same time, it gave me access to the people that I got to work with and who I want to work with. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just want to thank you for joining me on this, you know, this lazy Sunday, man, and, and giving us your story because I honestly think that, you know, you're one of, you know, the top MCs out here who has a different story and it needs to be told and it, it, it needs to be, you know, you know, shown light on. So, you know, thanks to my brother, John Smalls, you know what I'm saying, brother GQ for always, you know, bigging you up and making sure that I got you on here. But at the same time, thank you for your persistence, man, for <laughs> for jumping in on me. Like, yo, God, are you going to get me on, big bro, one of these days? And, and showing up, we're here in a successful, you know, second season. And I got Big Spencer on live, man. So, uh, you know, if there's anything you want to tell the people, if you got, you know, new merch or any more new music coming out, tell them how to get in touch with you, man, and, and how they can support you uh vic spencer everything you can you know what i'm saying search every engine vic spencer psychological cheat sheet part two out right now you know what i'm saying got a new album with my dog uh original super legend coming in may you know what i'm saying and um uh rock marcy and um uh, ransom is and on ransom there. yeah talk yeah, about it that's the that's the that's the joint everybody's talking about right now you know what i'm oh, saying yeah you know that's yeah that's i feel like man i was i i, I feel like i'm making my barcelona moves yeah you stuff like you, that you're definitely making some barcelona moves because you was just out here in nyc with with, with trust as well right absolutely you yeah so what's, so what's so what's going on with that is you know is that a new f affiliation you know we can yeah, say yeah absolutely man i've been affiliated with trust for about a year now you know okay saying? that's what's up you know what i'm saying low key you know what i mean and we me me and me and special always been talking about working and you know i i like to work in the flesh he liked to work in the flesh so i came out to ny and and, and cooked up you know what i mean and and got with the brothers and we all cooked up you know what i'm saying and yeah it made some good it made some good work i gotta come back out there again to finish up so you know what i mean yeah you know me and 38 sure. specials locked in you know what i'm saying got a project burning you know what i mean and yeah but uh that I don't know when that's coming out. It might it might come out next year, this year, then the next year, this year. Man, but, we'll take um, their time. Yeah, we yeah we 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 cooking. We marinating. We letting the work show. I got I got the album out now. You know what I'm saying? Psychological cheat sheet. I got the 
uh, I got the album with Super Legend coming out in May. He's another Chicago producer that people will definitely take heed to. And I'm always that kind of guy that work with guys that's official and cold as fuck. I ain't got to hide no name. Like, Super Legend don't have no name. Only, like, OG Chicago niggas know who he is. And I'm about to do an album with him. And that shit is going, it's going to be, it's going to have the first song that ever featured two legends, Rock Marcy and Ransom. And Ransom, nobody's yeah. Ever, nobody's ever done that. Nobody's ever done that, you know what I mean? And I feel good about uh, the plays being made, you know what I'm saying? And, and I also got uh, Streetwear, Guru, Joe Fresh Goods talking humble shit on okay. the project too. And they the only feature. So, you know what I mean? I go from an album that don't have no features to an album with these guys on it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It just lets you know what kind of time I'm on, you know what I mean? Psychological Chi-Chi was just a warning shot. You know what I mean? But this but this uh Legend Laws of Power is dropping in May. Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's a dark. Oh, don't brain. worry, I, I already you already know I'm part of the rollout. This is uh illustrious pimp pie over here, so <laughs> we fam. <laughs> One way oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, man, I'm hey, they gotta make sure y'all hear the track. You and Jazz, man. I don't know what's going on with Smalls, man. Y'all got to get on Smalls, man. Smalls, Smalls, Blackie G. Everybody, everybody always blaming Smalls for something, yeah, man. Yeah, Smalls. Smalls. Hey, Smalls, hey, Smalls, Smalls, if y'all ain't heard that joint, Smalls is the reason why. You know what I'm saying? So, man, well, well I, I'll be sure to tap in with Smalls. He know I'm going to hit the line. <laughs> yes, sir. Hell yeah, man. That's I did. Right, Jazz, I, I, actually, Pimpire, I, sure I actually, I actually just mastered the project. Uh, like went in for like the third time to master this project that dropped in May today. Like okay. so, Smalls has the Smalls has the email, so it's like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, okay. here we go, Smalls. Yeah, yeah, here we I go. Jazz, right. yeah. yeah, Jazz. Hey, I'm telling you, Jazz. I'm telling you. Power moves. Bye bye, you, Jazz. Like GQ was over here when all of it was cooking, so GQ already know what's going on. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Smalls is the Smalls got the perimeter key. You know what I'm saying? And he <laughs> shared it with the brothers. Yes. You know all right. So no, look, yeah. look at him. He's laughing hard too. <laughs> <laughs> all right man with that being said man yo Vic, man thank you for joining me tonight man uh let me know as soon as you, when you get out ny out here you know we can definitely link up because i know there's going to be some uh future collaborations definitely for sure um you know it definitely see me on my end when it's time to uh to push the the holy trinity right there with you rock and ransom and uh again man much more success to you man keep 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 building pyramids my brother Appreciate you, my brother. Appreciate you for having me, man. Thank you, man, for the for the platform. Not even just for having me on here, having all the other guys on here, man. Thank you for giving artists, you know what I'm saying, a, a voice. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. You know what I mean? That's well, a, that's a that's a strong one right there, man. So I salute you for having the mindset and the brain to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and thank you for fucking with my shit. You know what I'm saying? That's love. Man, already, bro. You already know what time it is. It's family ties over here, man. Y'all, man, give it up for my brother, Vic Spencer, man. Yes, sir. All right, you have a good one, bro. My boy, appreciate you. Peace. All right, all right, all right. And, and there you have it. Another episode in the can with my brother, straight out of Chicago, Mr. Vic Spencer. Um, he definitely has a very unique story. 
you know, coming from, you know, the institution, from the system, you know, from uh, from the group homes. And uh, where he emancipated himself at the age of 21, as you can see to a, you know, a successful independent, you know, rap artist, MC out here doing his thing. But, um, you know, it could have gone another way, but obviously, uh, hip hop was a, a saving factor. So, um, you know, much shouts to him, you know, great guidance and shout outs to uh, Mr. Johnny Smalls and GQ for, you know, being in Vic's cipher because um, we all need strong men and brothers that we all can count on and sisters as well. So um, again, thank y'all for joining me on this lazy Sunday uh, for chopping it up with the conduit. Um, got a couple more episodes to drop off and then we'll be heading into season three but uh i want to give a shout out to my team uh to my executive producer mika you're the best shout out to adam and shout out to myron you know for graphics and pulling video and audio just and y'all have helped me immensely uh again y'all uh be good to each other you know continue to wear your mask continue to practice social distancing. You know, I'm not going to give you my spiel on, on vaccines and all that. Y'all just make sure, you know, y'all do what you're supposed to do in order to take care of each other and um, your loved ones. And with that being said, we ended off with peace. Water fountain, no, now the money fountain close. Drink them out the window, breathe, make them out, come on. Honda's over potholes, no pop the pissing. Rich or poor, depending if they got your pops in prison. Early morning samples, nigga, chop it up. Uncut or the scramble, nigga, chop it up. Got the line down the block, shoot.